We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great, beautiful day throughout Central Florida. It's a beautiful day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue, located in the Victoria Plaza on Highway 441 on the north side of Apopka. Pleased to be joined by Joe Ferraro and John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner is joining us as well. And we will talk for the entire hour about the big football game versus Wekiva, Crosstown Wekiva, tonight at Roger Williams Field. Kickoff is 7.30. We'll have our pregame on 1520 WBCW starting at 7 p.m. Joe Ferraro and I. Of course, John will join us with a halftime report. So it's a huge, exciting game. District championship implications are on the line playoff spots are on the line and not to mention all the uh, the other things that go along with playing a team right here in your own backyard so anyway let's go ahead and get started first of all i want to let you know that our program of course blue dart sports central is brought to you with the support of our friends over at florida door solutions jab garage door problems florida door solutions has your solution and you can find them at give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR that's 866-FLA-DOOR i also want to encourage you to come on up and join us here at charlie granger's we're sitting right out front you can see the 1520 bzw van as you van as you drive by on highway 441 and john will look forward to being joined by coach darlington later in our program and then after the show, John and Joe and Coach D and I and uh, hopefully you will stick around and have lunch here at Charlie Granger. So it's a great day uh, of anticipation here at Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue. And we invite you to come on up and join us. Now let's go to John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. And, John, I'll just cut right to the chase. Uh, I noticed um, in the Apopka Chief today, which is the first thing I read every Friday to get your, mm-hmm. your uh, you know, preview of the game as well as your now your your, your post uh, uh, analysis of the game last week is you picked a popka by two why don't you start by telling us uh you know, all the things that went into that decision making process and i'm sure it was a uh, quite a quite a process it was roger as i told you uh, before we came on there i agonized over it i mean uh, probably much more than i should have um but it's you know i popka's been off for you know hadn't played for two weeks and uh, so I immediately started thinking about it pretty much after the, the Popka lost to West Orange and, and everything. And, you know, maybe trying to overanalyze it. Sometimes we can all do that, uh, try to do uh, not, not stay within ourselves, as we say. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, it's my, my bottom line thought on picking a Popka by two is that until Wakaiva breaks through and gets that mental and emotional hurdle, then 
I think Popka's got the edge. Um, I, you know, we've seen it in other instances, uh, in other sports, uh, other levels of sports. Uh, and, and with this weekend, maybe it's appropriate to, to refer to the Florida-Georgia th- thing. And I've seen where Florida couldn't beat Georgia no matter what, and Georgia couldn't beat Florida no matter what. So, you know, uh, and, and we've all seen that. So I think it's a, at this point anyway, until Wakiva breaks through, and it very well may be tonight. I mean, Wakiva may win by two touchdowns. We just don't know. Uh, I, but I think Apopka could win by two touchdowns. I, I picked two points because that just seems like something that uh, – would, I know it's going to be close. Uh, I know uh, there's a rating system uh, called, and it's named after the guy who does it, Joe Pinkos, and um, he's got his. And his is a strictly a finance, uh, not financial, a numerical formula based on scores and and this type of thing. So uh, his rating system's got a pop by one. I, you know, of course, it had a pop by twenty over West Orange. So, and I had a pop by sixteen over West Orange, and we all know how that came out. So, all of it's an imperfect science, uh, and it's it's more of an art, I guess, actually. So, anyway, bottom line is, I, yeah, it's it is a tough decision, but uh, my thought is just uh, until Wakava can break through that that barrier mentally and emotionally. And it's going to come. It might come tonight. It might not be for 10 more years, but we'll see. Uh, I, I fully think that. Actually, the one thing I want to make sure and say, it's this is the game, the, the, the type of game that I anticipated when Wakaiva opened. Uh, I knew it wouldn't be for the first handful of years. I thought it might come maybe year five, six, or seven. This year, 11. But, uh, and last year was actually a, a very good game, so maybe it came in year 10. But uh, anyway, bottom line is it's, I'm fully expecting a, a great football game. Well, great. We're starting to get some uh, Blue Darters joining us. And, friends, we want to encourage you to come up and join us as well. But it's great to see Brian King here joining us at Charlie Granger's. And, of course, uh, once again, I want to let you know you're invited to join us for lunch after our broadcast uh, ends at 12 noon. Brian, thank you for being here. And, uh, you um, great coming out. And I'll you have you share a few things in just a moment, but also want to let you know about another great blue darter who's joined us as well. In fact, he's a former Apopka blue darter starting quarterback. Chris Bateman is here as well, and we'll hear great, look forward to hearing great insights from Chris Bateman about his experiences uh, in the Apopka blue darter program. Now, Chris played what he graduated what, three or four years ago, something, like <laughs> <laughs> something around there. Yeah, yeah. But, but in fact, you know, his junior year is um, under Coach Tommy Boland. Coach Boland's last year here at Apopka, they had an outstanding team with guys like George Kevern and uh, Gan Goolsby and, and many, Billy Griffin and many other great players and uh, really were one of the top teams in the state uh, that year. Um, we might have a chance to talk about that a little bit too. But um, you, first of all, let's go on, since Brian King is joining us, Brian, I'd like to have your thoughts, of course, as a, as a lifetime multi-generational blue darter, what are your thoughts on the, the game tonight versus Week Hive? And then I'll just add one thing to what John was saying is, you know, John, I have a little bit different perspective on the Week Hive Apopka game. You know, he said it was this is where he thought it would eventually be. This is where I never wanted it to be, <laughs> frankly. Uh, you know, I, I liked it better when it, it was we were beating them 62 to nothing and hanging yeah. 83 on them. That's the way I always wanted it to be. But anyway, so now they're on equal footing now and you know, we'll see how it goes tonight. No, it, it's um, <laughs> it's funny. You knew at some point that it was going to even out. There's just too many athletes in the city of Popka uh, that, that the schools weren't going to be even. I think what Mr. Perry said earlier today um, about uh, the mental part of it, you know what, the, the one thing that Popka has that, that 
you don't really realize until you've kind of been through it is, you know what, it's easy to get to the top. The hard part is staying on the top because everybody takes their district championship game every week. So it doesn't matter whether you're playing somebody that's 8-0 or 0-8. You're getting their best shot because that's their night. So Apopka's been and through we, we that. we just saw that against the West Orange. That, that dynamic was, was right there. Absolutely. And Apopka's been through that in week I have a hat. And you can talk about how important games are all you want to your kids. The kids know, well, this is going to be the first time a week I was played in a game with real importance. And you know what? You're talking about dealing with teenage kids. It makes a huge difference in preparation and concentration because you start thinking about the end result as opposed to the things that you've done all year to get you to that point. And I think Apopka's just got a huge advantage in that because it's, it's a district championship kind of game every week for those guys. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from the new Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue. And we invite you to come on up and join us. We've got some great Blue Daughters already here. And we're expecting more, including Coach Darlington, before our show ends at 12 noon. And then after the show, we'll have our pregame meal, if you will, right here at Charlie Granger's for lunch. And we'd love to have you here joining us as well. They're located very easy to find. In fact, here comes another great Blue Darter. Holly Jordan Condry is, is joining us on the way here, pulling in. Uh, on Highway 441 in the Victoria Plaza, it's where it, Harbor Freight's located here. We're right across from Perkins on the north side of Apopka on Highway 441. And uh, real easy to find. I invite you to come up and join us. In fact, I was talking to some former Blue Darters today that can't make us for our show at lunch, but they're going to come for their pregame meal tonight here at Charlie Granger's. But um, now I'd like to go back and... I'd like to have John, we'll start with John Perry. Tell us about this week, Hiva team, because, you know, we pretty much, our listeners, of course, know quite a bit about Apopka, and, you know, but to, what, what is it, how, uh, you know, about week Hiva that's, you know, put them here, you know, right here with only one loss on their schedule and, um, you know, with, with a chance to, re- to win a district here if they, they, if they can beat us tonight? Well, the, the, the Mustangs hang their hat on, on defense. Uh, Head coach Rich Bettison is uh, he's the opposite of Rick Darlington, Apopka's coach, in that Rick is a is a uh, an offensive guy and and you know X's and O's uh, is uh, running offensive plays is his uh, strength and uh, whereas with Bettison it's the opposite he's a defensive guy uh, runs the the defense in addition to being the head coach but uh, he's got and he's got Buddy Hurd as his offensive coordinator and those who know high school football around here know Buddy Hurd's. A history at Evans and Edgewater with uh, with Bill and Chip Gerke and and the the years and years of just outstanding offense that those teams had under Buddy Hurd. Um, but uh, you know, Wakiva is they run a three four on defense, so it's like you know three down linemen, two outside linebackers, so it looks like a five man front uh, if you're looking at formations and whatnot. The the one their defense is going to be good. You know, defense always travels, as, as they say in whatever sport. Um, offensively, I you know I saw them last week at university, uh, and I know it was university. I understand all that. I've taken it in that context, but I do know that uh, the Wakiva offense has improved tremendously since the beginning of the year. Quarterback Brandon Williams is pretty much. Uh, snatched that uh, job full-time now. Um, he was splitting time, well, depending on running or passing. He was the runner. 
but uh, he looked pretty sharp in the passing area uh, last week against University. And, and, you know, you say, okay, it's University, but some people can't throw against air. And so, you know, he, he was he's, – and he's, he's a good-sized kid, but he's pretty fleet of foot. He, he, sh- he impressed me with his speed and his, his, his knowledge. His eyes are always looking down the field. He's got good field division based on kind of what you can see under the helmet, you know. Um, but uh, they, they've got some pretty good receivers, Renardo Green, Javon Curtis. Uh, there's a couple other kids. There's a, a freshman, uh, Jalen Brown, I think his name is anyway. Don't know him all that well, but he's starting to come around. Um, and so, you know, Wakaiwa, they've got a solid kicking game. Oscar Salazar has been their kicker for at least three years, maybe four. Uh, and and he's, he doesn't have the biggest leg in the world, but he's got a solid. He's, he's very good. He's kicked a handful of field goals through the years and, and, and been solid. Uh, you know, doesn't miss many, if any, extra points, that kind of thing. Put yourself in a hole there. But uh, he's... He's he's pretty good with with the leg and and so, Wakaba's a solid football team. I don't. There's no doubt about that. And and you know Popka's going to have to play well to to stay in this game and not to stay in the game to 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 have a chance to win the game. Uh, I, I just don't see it going one way or the other more than than a few points. And of course, Wakaba's come in. They've got one loss. We've got two losses. You know they can wrap up a district championship if they beat us. Um, of course, if we beat them, we won't necessarily wrap up a district championship, but there will be a tie. I don't want to get on that right now. But right. basically, if we win the game, the bottom line is we will most likely be, I, able, I be able to play postseason. That's what I think the whole key is. I, honestly, I think both teams are in no matter what. But that's just – it's all based on that point system. Here's the, the odd thing. I know uh, Rick Darlington didn't really like this this new system, and I think it's more that he didn't understand it than anything. But if a popka under well, the I don't under think the anybody old, understands it. No, under, <laughs> well, it's, it's, I understand how it's supposed to work, but you don't know until the points are in, and and so the bottom line is under the old system, a popka would have to win tonight to force the three-way tie, and then it would be decided on the field. If a popka were to lose tonight, the the playoff streak ends. So, so, so actually, this is working right, out much a, better a, for our pop. A lot of interesting implications. Well, friends, we're going to take our first break. Later in our program, we look forward to being joined by Coach Darlington. We've got a great bunch of Blue Darters here joining us. We invite you to come up and join us as well. We're at Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue on Highway 441 in the Victoria Plaza right across from Perkins. Take a quick break. It's we'll be right back. Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Charlie Granger's, the new Charlie Granger's hot dogs, brisket, and barbecue up on Highway 441 in the Victoria Plaza, right across from Perkins. So Charlie Granger's is uh, one of the great new restaurants here in Apopka. They've got outstanding hot dogs, brisket, barbecue, soups, gumbos. Um, and we invite you to come on up and join us. We'll be having lunch after the show with Coach Darlington. We invite you to come up on, join us, and be here. We've got a great group of Blue Darters already joining us, which include John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner and, of course, Brian King, uh, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy and a former assistant right. football coach at Apopka, among many other things. Uh, now, I wanted to uh, also want to let you know that our 
program is sponsored by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. When you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now six years in a row. And I, well, now let's talk about Apopka, you know, and I'll just uh, throw out a few names and things. Of course, one of the things that's a signature of Coach Darlington is his explosive single-wing offense, a very exciting brand of football. It's, it's not, you know, you're three yards in cloud of dust at all. I mean, you see huge plays, huge runs, multiple handoffs in the backfield. Uh, the player who receives the snap doing 360 spin moves, double passes. You know, just it's just you'll see things that I literally have never seen in a football game, and it's uh, just a really, really fun team to watch. But I'll just start with a, a guy that's really got my attention. I really enjoy pl- seeing play and. I suspect he might have a, uh, an important role tonight, and that's Jalen Carter, who we've talked about on our program. He's just a sophomore. He was on the varsity as a freshman. He's a very large. Um, you know, I would say I don't know exactly what he's listed as, 6'4", 6'5", probably about 260. And as Coach Diaz said, he doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. And, um, you know, he's very athletic and quick and got great hands. And he primarily plays blocking back and primarily a blocker, but he also stick him in there at tight end sometimes. They throw to him sometimes, and he's actually run the ball out of the blocking back position and actually started the Evans game with a 60-plus yard touchdown on the very plus first play of the game. So anyway, very interesting player. I'll just go to, to John Perry, and you know, what can you share about Jalen Carter, and do you think that he'll he'll have a role, you know, maybe getting the ball tonight? I, you would think so. I mean, I, he's... I've, uh... I, the way I describe his hands are he's got soft hands, and, and that's a very much a compliment. The ball just kind of melds into his hands. Well, in fact, let me, let me stop there because I was telling, uh, explaining Jalen Carter to Chris Bateman actually one time, and I was talking about just how incredibly athletic and, uh, he, he is. And, um, you know, and, and I was telling him about a, a pass that he caught where it wasn't you know, just a typical pass hit him right between the numbers at all. He had to kind of twist and turn and reach back and catch the ball with his hands. And, you know, there are wide receivers that can't make those kinds of catches. And right. he just did it fluidly um, with a blom. And then, but then I saw uh, you captured it in a picture in the Apocalypse. Oh, that, that was that Evans game, yeah, where he reached back. And it was – I mean, the pass was in, in, in really kind of where it should have been. But it still was where his body was and the angle and, and everything. Yeah, it was – he's just – He's a he's a man child man beast whatever you want to say he's just just a huge kid but uh, you know is uh, the ball in his hands is is very special but uh, you know the the he's a great blocker uh, does his job there um, you know at the next level he's he's going to be a defensive uh, lineman I, I don't know if anybody's going to try him at tight end or something but you'd at least maybe think about it if you're a college coach. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't I, did I see him out there playing some defense against oh, yeah, West he plays. Oh, yeah, he plays some, some defense, absolutely. Uh, especially, you know, late in games that maybe they need need some extra help and need a stop, and he's uh, maybe, you know, got a little rest because, uh, you know, some of the his off, offense part is, is not as, as crucial. But, uh, you know, bottom line is is he's a, a great football player and, and – uh, for me, for the size he is, for a big guy like that, he's got the softest hands I've seen around here since Warren Sapp. And, and body-wise, it's just he's way past Warren Sapp ever ever thought about being. Uh, and and you know, and we know he's, that Warren he's, Sapp's he's bigger, an all-pro uh, football player. And, yeah, you know, he's bigger and he's um, you know more svelte, if you will. <laughs> he doesn't have the 
Warren's no, up your belly. You, you, well, you look, you know, Warren, Warren you know, in, in played basketball in high school, and I, I always thought of him as a uh, another version of Charles Barkley, you know, yeah. round mound of rebound kind of thing. But he, Warren was going and getting the ball and that type of thing. You know, uh, Jalen, he's the ball just, like I say, the football just, which is, you know, that oblong thing, it, it just melds into his hands, and, and it's it's not hard for him to, to, to think of him as a, a very good tight end. Now, I would like to ask you uh – about the injury situation because one of the stories of our season is some of our very good running back players um, in the backfield have missed games due to injury. I think uh, you know three, at least three key ones have over the course of the season. And Jacorian Davis-Hamilton, number one, who plays a huge role, um, who's a sophomore, um, he has uh, been out, didn't play the, against West Orange and missed big chunks of other games because of some kind of an ankle or foot injury. Uh, can you give us the status of Jacorian Davis Hamilton tonight, and also any of the other players, uh, including Eric Wright, that have missed time for injury. I think both will be back. I know uh, Jacorian Davis Hamilton has been practicing, so has Eric Wright. Uh, haven't checked on on their status over the last couple of days, but uh, you know if if there's not been any you know re-injuring of the ankle, both of them are ankles. Um, you know, and and. You know, trying to get back from that can be a, a probably the only worst thing might be a hamstring trying to get back from. Uh, you know, because there's there's always the tentativeness. But uh, you know, we'll see how effective he is tonight. I would expect. You know, that there's been two weeks since they even uh, you know played a game. Not that, and you know, in practice you can you can take it easy a little bit when you need to. Uh, that doesn't mean you don't run the plays or that you. Uh, but if you've got a guy like that, you need to protect and you protect him. And then you know. Uh, obviously, that's what Rick was going to do this week, but then the last two weeks. But uh, I expect both of them to play, and, and I would expect uh, Jacorian Davis Hamilton to start. And, you know, how effective he is now, that, that may be questionable, but, but we'll see. I, I would expect to be pretty much 100%, but that's, that's only a guess. And, of course, with him, he's a very versatile player in addition to his, you know, the great running that he does. He's uh, been an effective passer, too. Absolutely. Yeah, they need um, – they need him, uh, you know, and, and Jackson Darlington has taken over some of the, while Hamilton, Davis Hamilton's been out, uh, <clears throat> Jackson Darlington has, has taken over some of that. And, uh, you know, it's not been uh, air, air Darlington kind of thing, but it's been very effective. I mean, high percentage, they've, they've, and they've been very effective. And th- that's what Rick wants with his passing game. You know, you hit them when they're not expecting it. And, um, and, and then, you know, I mean, and, but even the times where they've had third and and long or whatever, uh, you know, they've been fairly effective with the passing game, which is not always the the case with with a heavy running attack like Popka has. No, that's a great point. That's one of the other one of the many reasons I enjoy watching Coach Darlington teams play is that, whereas some coaches such as some that I played for back in the day, where just are literally afraid of the forward pass, like it's a rattlesnake or something. And that's not, that's not Coach D at all. I mean, I mean, he, he was happy to, to utilize the, the forward pass, but he, he's a run-heavy coach, but, but he uses, he, he'll use the pass very effectively and very strategically. Yeah, you've never heard him quote Woody Hayes on that forward pass thing? <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Well, you know, yeah. I, but I mean, he, he, will, he, he will actually throw it. And, and I mean, he'll I, actually utilize the passes. You know, and, and not that he didn't mentally and emotionally know, but I think it really came home 
his son Ty's senior year when they finished six and five, lost twenty to nothing to Timber Creek in the first round of the playoffs. Had scored sixty something the week before against uh, Palm Bay Bayside, and uh, and Mike Todd had run for four hundred something, set an Orange County record four hundred and something yards. You know, the single wing was just the Bayside had no clue and and or didn't want to have any part of it anyway. The next week, shut out. You know, you sixty plus to shut out seven days later um that you know and then fortunately his son zach was then a freshman on that team and then obviously incorporated more with zach's ability to pass the ball and be uh and and to run the ball but you know zach was the ultimate dual threat there but uh you know you can go heavy on the run from year to year depending on what you've got in the backfield but also uh, you, you you still know you've got to be able to throw the ball when you need to and when you want to uh, and I'll be frank Roger I think the team that throws the ball best tonight is going to win I, I you know both teams want to I mean Buddy Hurd likes doesn't maybe run as much as as Rick does but uh, you know now if Apopka is able to get six and seven yards at a lick then then maybe they don't throw as much but I would be surprised if that happens because that 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 front front three front seven for uh Wakaiva is pretty darn good I think ball security run pass whatever tonight yeah, but on, on either side is is a huge part of it because as we know buddy's passing game is probably going to be down the field um, so you know what interceptions for for Wakaiva are more like punts uh, which which are a little little more effective than if if a popka turns it over in the air because it's probably not going to be quite as far down the field. Good point, Brian. I you know last week against University they did they worked on their passing game a whole, uh, quite a bit and and it was obvious that they were you know trying to prepare for the, for the yes prepare prepare for this week uh, and they did go down the field but they were also a little more uh, I don't call it West Coast but that that type of thing you know. Uh, tight ends, running backs, and that kind of thing. They threw more to them than they than Buddy Hurd normally does, or traditionally has done, let's put it as, or traditionally has done, let's put it that way. Friends, you're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue, and we invite you to come on up and join us. We're talking about the big game tonight versus the visiting Wekaiba Mustangs. District championship is on the line. Playoff berths are on the line tonight in addition to all the other things that go with uh, Crosstown Rivals. And we, of course, want to remind you once again that you can hear the game, of course, right here on 1520 WBZW. We'll have our pregame show at 730 and then kickoff at 730 p.m. Joe Ferraro and I will have have it all for you. And also, um, before we go to break, I wanted to just, um, when we come back, I'd like to talk to Chris Bateman here for a minute, and from his perspective, um, as a former Blue Darter player, and of course as a, a football coach over his career as well, and a successful one, and get some of his insights about watching Coach Darlington's Blue Darters. But um, in, in about the, the minute, you know, we got about a minute before we, or two before we go to break. And uh, well, Brian, anything else that you would like to share, Brian King? Well, again, the I, I think that. Um being at home, too, is, is a huge advantage, especially at Apopka, uh, where the crowd will be a good crowd. Um, and I said, I just, I just think that um, 
if they protect the ball tonight, all the uh, intangibles line up in Rick and them's favor. Uh, just with the preparation of going through these kind of games before and all. So I think the biggest thing for for Popka is ball security tonight, not not shorten the field and give uh, Buddy and his staff a chance to get a quick hit on a, on a long pass play where they only have to cover 30 or 40 yards to get to the end zone. And then just before we go to break, yeah, you know, the defense had been playing, so I thought, from my perspective, so well over the course of the year, um, you know, got, got gashed at Lakeland but of course they're an undefeated team and powerhouse team but then we, we just we couldn't tackle the wide receivers for West Orange you know uh, we played them and that, that was one of the keys to, to losing that game yeah you know the the one kid the, and I don't remember his name I'm sorry the the one tall kid for number 11 yeah, yeah. he was a, and he's just a junior um you know, six four, six five, or whatever kind of thin build, but uh, obviously a, g- a good wide receiver. And, and you know, he he had that on the second play of the game for West Orange. You know, was able to snag the ball over the much shorter defensive back for a popka. And then, in the later in the uh, right before halftime, that was a huge play where where Wakiva, I mean, excuse me, West Orange was backed up in their own inside, inside their own their ten. One. Inside uh, the yeah, one. at the one. That's right. And then got a, got out to about the ten or eleven. And then he made one move on a reception that's supposed to be go for five yards. And all of a sudden the ball's down at the Apopka, too, at that point. And they, West Orange scored on the next play. And so, you know, made a huge difference in that game, I thought. He made two good for, for moves. We'll be right back. Um, from Charlie Granger's on Blue Dart Sports Central. Please stay with us. Yeah, they're, they're the he made. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the brand new, the new Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue located in the Victoria Plaza on Highway 441 in Apopka right near the 451 interchange. Actually, we're right across from Perkins. And we invite you to come on up and join us on the program today. We're pleased to be joined by John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Joe Ferraro is joining us. Brian King is here and former Blue Darter quarterback and basketball player during the great era. Chris Bateman is joining us as well as among as well as a bunch of other great Blue Darters. Now, I would like to um, I'd like to get Chris, you know, to say a few words. And, you know, Chris, in addition to being a former Blue Darter quarterback and, you know, uh, being a football coach yourself, and can you just uh, kind of give some of your your observations, if you will, or, or of Coach Darlington's program and his offense and, you know, just the, the Apopka program under, under Coach Darlington's leadership? Thanks, Roger. Uh, good to be here. And uh, what a special day uh, in uh, – in the history of a Popka football, another big playoff game uh, with lots of ramifications as well. And so I'm looking forward to uh, listening to the ball game tonight or being there. I'm not sure which one I'm going to be able to do, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there's a buzz in the town going on, that's for sure. Uh, the saddest day I think I ever had was when I heard that Coach Darlington was leaving going to Valdosta. And the, one of the great days that I had as a blue darter was when I heard he was coming back. So I, I'm a huge fan of Coach Darlington. I think he and I'd say he and Larry Gurgley, two of the two guys that I've been around a lot uh, and watching them and certainly around Larry, Larry when I was over in the Winter Park area coaching over in that area, uh, two of the great football coaches uh, in the history of, of sports in, in Florida for sure. Uh, I just uh, feel like he's got a – 
he's got a great uh, handle on what's going on on big games, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does tonight and what the kids do and how they respond tonight in the game that we've got tonight. Uh, I think he's, uh, you know, he's old school. He's smash mouth, but he also, like you say, he's uh, deceptive. Uh, he's going to have a few wrinkles in there, I'm sure, tonight, and it's going to be fun to see what uh, how the game turns out. I also want to say that I'm a huge fan of you three guys sitting in front of me here, Joe, Roger, and you, uh, John. Uh, you have uh, kept the Popka football alive and uh, Blue Dart Sports alive uh, like it's n- not been done around any of the areas that I know of much in, in Florida. And a great uh, thank you goes out to me and I know all other Blue Darters for what you guys do and for the radio show as well as your announcing uh, basketball football games you guys are to be commended and i i love all of you for it and i appreciate it i've been around a little while Uh, i was born and raised right here in apopka Uh, 72 years i've been here and i still get pumped up about blue daughter and whatever whatever's going on in the blue daughter world i'm there and i love it and i enjoy it every moment of it so thank you Thank, Thank you. you, Chris. That's one of the great things about about, about being a popular blue darter. It's, it's a history and tradition that goes back, uh, and people do care about blue darter athletics and blue darter football. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I've been grafted in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, well, he's, he's right. a, yeah, well you, you, cho- you chose to be a blue darter, yeah. which is great. Hey, and you've been grafted in and done a great and, job. And he, yeah, he bleeds blue and he white now. That's white. for sure. That's right. And on Joe and I's end, we we, sh- we should give acknowledge. We need to acknowledge Bill Files, who's our general manager at Salem Media Group, which is a parent company of and Lou fifteen twenty WBCW, and Lou Mueller, uh, our engineer, um, for you know the idea to broadcast Apopka Blue Dart Athletics on fifteen twenty WBCW because yeah, you know, as a lot of people. Um, probably aware may not be aware you know most of the mate you know in an area as big as central florida is now metro orlando right. wherever you want to call it there's very little local hometown programming on radio in fact right. pretty much there's, there's none everything's <laughs> yeah, network it, national uh, across the country so it it was a decision that was made by by bill files our general manager to to broadcast these games and it's uh want to acknowledge him definitely absolutely debbie o'brien, debbie o'brien is here uh-huh. So of course, you can hear Debbie O'Brien right here on 1520 WBCW Monday through Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. <laughs> and Debbie, what's, what's, who's gonna, who are you going to have on the show today? Oh, I'm not telling you. She's taking so the she's day got, off. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, she's Johnny Carson now. She's going on a vacation. No, I'm actually taking half a day off because it's senior night. But I have. Um, yeah, I mean, she's a, she's a blue daughter parent, that's actually. Right. Yep, yep. This is my last year. <laughs> and Karen just said, "Are you going to make it?" I'm like, "Yes." To yes. be a blue daughter parent, but not to be a blue daughter. Right, you're right. Oh my gosh, I've been here too long to <laughs> let that go. <laughs> no, but today I have Nikki McFranwell with uh, Naomi's kids. She'll be on at three. She's doing this thing with um, Kids Cafe where she's pulling food and actually um, experts in our town to teach kids about finance. And uh, it's unbelievable, lots of things that she's doing. I remember schools used to do that. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, that's great. We encourage everybody to tune in to our hometown, our hometown with Debbie O'Brien mm-hmm. every Monday through Friday right here on 1520 WBZW, 3 to 5 p.m. Yes, that would be great. You can even come on. We have a good time. <laughs> Thanks. Free coffee. And no. friends, we invite you to come on up and join us as well for lunch. We'll be having lunch here in just a few minutes after our show ends. We've got a great bunch of blue darters here to have lunch with. Well, uh, Holly Jordan Condry's here, and I'd like to have her say a, a word or two. Holly, thank you for being here today. 
thank you for bringing a bunch of other Blue Darters with you. And uh, you talk about the phenomenal work that you do supporting the, the football program in many different ways. Well, thank you. Um, I love everything Blue Darter. Um, I think that goes without saying, so it certainly bleed several generations here. Um, so it's not that I would call it work as much as it is my passion, but I, I want to just build up these kids in the way that I felt like our community always supported us and just continue that generation um, turnover. Um, I think we've got such a, a great alumni base that um, I want to just keep adding to that and the, the legends and the, the greatness that we create here. Oh, yeah, you do a great job on social media. You're really just taking the initiative like so many great people in a pop could do. Didn't uh, wait for somebody to, to, to say, uh, ask you, or you know, wait for somebody else to do it. You just started it yourself and, 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 and your efforts I think are a huge part just like John's efforts um, in his own domain are a huge part of, of the, the Blue Darter community yep. and, and, uh, the and support we've got. Mm -hmm. And that's a, and that's one of the things I think that makes the game so great tonight is that, you know, um, as we look over and, and John sees this too, covering uh, games is, you can go to a lot of even some of the games we play on our schedule we visit, and, and there will be literally virtually nobody in the stands, you know, at, at some of these games, and that's one thing that that's great about a popka people in a popka mm -hmm. care about a popka blue our football. And, and and athletics, and I think that that enhances enhances the experience for for the kids. And appreciate the work that Absolutely. you do there. Now, I'd like to um, go back to, to to John. I'll just say I'd say an observation too is as picking up where Chris and Brian and John left off. One of the things I've observed about Coach Darlington is he comes up huge in, in big games, and he usually has has a little wrinkle or two uh, for, for the opposition. Um, and that's one thing I'm. First of all, hoping for tonight, but 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 expecting as well. I think that um, you know, I think that uh, coach, especially with a, with an extra week to prepare, will dial up a few things that uh, you know might give us an advantage. Well, you know, the, that's a good point, Roger. Um, the the first time I noticed that that where I, I truly noticed it was in in 2001 season. Edgewater had beaten Apopka 21-14 in the in the regular season, and the game wasn't, or maybe it was 21-7, 21-14, 21-7, yeah, and and it wasn't that close. It was, it felt like a three touchdown advantage for Edgewater, uh, and and then in the playoffs, Apopka on the way to winning the state title in, in uh, a, it was a second or third round game. Apopka beat uh, Edgewater 48-10. I mean, and, and it was at least that bad, and and. The, there were just a handful of wrinkles. They were running that uh, double wing offense, and not the single wing, double wing, uh, you know, kind of like Georgia Tech runs now. And so, uh, you know, a lot of option out of that and, and everything. But uh, anyway, there were just a handful of wrinkles that that really caused Edgewater obviously some problems. And and Apopka was, you know, I say they they obviously were were tuned in that night uh, to to win, and, and we saw it just a c couple of years ago against West Orange. West Orange, yeah, when they had Woody Barrett, thumped us hard during the regular season right. in fourteen, just dominated that game, and then we played them in the postseason and beat them forty two to nothing. I know, and and those those kind of things happen, uh, but, but like I said, that was a, that oh one season was the first time I noticed it. Uh, there will be some wrinkles tonight, and and it may not uh, the average fan or even myself, uh, you know, those of us who may know the game a little bit, may not even notice it or or maybe only see it in, in uh, retrospect and not while it's happening. Um, so the bottom line is you can expect some of that, but I wouldn't expect anything 
really strange looking. Uh, you know, they're not going to come out in the I formation or anything right, like right. that. Right, right. You're just talking about little, uh, little tweaks, <laughs> tweaks here yeah, and there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, like you know, and I know he's he's kind of learned to, to keep it simple. American and, to Japan back in 46. <laughs> so the, the bottom line is, yeah, I think there'll be some wrinkles, but there'll also be the the basics and and what you know because what you know is what you what you do well you should what you know you should do well and and uh, I, I think that's that's definitely the case uh, for either team tonight uh, you stick with your basics don't you know you, you dance with the gal you brung to the dance you know don't 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 try something something strange uh, different times and especially in big games like this speaking of former blue darters great blue darters and former blue darter quarterbacks tom dorman's joining us today as well tom thank you for being here sure. and um and it, yeah, I did want to you mentioned yes I mean, one thing i would expect and one of the things that coach if you observe coach darlington real closely over the years he's a great tactician during a game you know, he, he'll make a, adjust to whatever's happening during the game. And I remember, still remember the game in 07 against Lake Brantley, who was just loaded with talent. And they had a senior team. We had um, more of a sophomore, you know, younger team. And he, I think he quick kicked three times during that game. You know, and I think most modern-day coaches don't even know what, what a quick kick is. But he completely changed the field position of that game, which led to a, a very close <laughs> Popka victory in the end. But then also... What I would expect from Coach D, and you never know what to expect from him because he's so creative, but I would expect him to try to strike early and to get early points tonight and, and, and jump on top and get ahead. Cause I, and I remember, well, we'll pick it up later after the break. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the new Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs Brisket and Barbecue on Highway 441 in the Victoria Plaza, right across from Perkins, right near the Highway 451 interchange on Highway 441. John Perry's joining us. Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, is joining us. And now we're pleased to be joined by Coach Rick Darlington. Before we go to Coach, I want to once again remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central is presented by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. And if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can call them at 866-FLA-DOOR. And now uh, Coach Darlington is joining us. And, Coach, I'd like to um, <coughs> kind of pick it up where we left off and talking about uh, you know, some of the – coaching the tactical things you've done over the years in big games and one thing I, re- I was g- getting to remember was the game against Oviedo in 2014 which we'd gone six and four we kind of came into the playoffs off of a six and four record Oviedo, we're at Oviedo and um, you know I guess by, by some circles they would were the favorites in the game and the game started early and, and you, you you called for a blocked punt we blocked a punt got a quick touchdown went ahead of them and you know ended up winning that game and you know, led to a state championship but anyway that's just a memory that i had to share good memory <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> roger has a very good memory <laughs> but i um wanted to uh, and there's some other memorable things about that game we won't go into such as the press box at Oviedo. but um you know coaches you told us before near the end of the season you have said that you can kind of get an indicator of how well how far this team might go in the postseason 
by the way they're practicing, you know, as, as the season comes to an end. And, uh, you know, some teams, you said, seemed like they were kind of bored and worn out, and those teams didn't go very far, and others, you know, were, were very still through it and very enthusiastic <laughs> near the end. How, how is the team, you know, practicing now? It's been real good. This has probably been our best week of practice we've had all year, you know, and spirits are good. We've got a good plan, we feel, on both sides of the ball. You know, now we have to execute it, obviously, but I think the kids mentally are right where they need to be. And physically, you know, having an open week last week was good, you know, after those three games in eight days. You know, we had several key players miss all three games, and so it's good to have everyone back to what we hope is full strength tonight. So I think the way we've been practicing, especially this week, has been really good. And, you know, that doesn't mean that we're going to be able to win all the rest of our games and go far, but I think that the way their attitudes are, they at least deserve a chance to compete to do that. Now, as you've said, you know, that you know, when, whether we Apopka wins or Apopka loses is, is, is generally dependent on Apopka um, in, in, in our efforts. But but looking at Wekaiva, you know, they only lost one game. That was the Winter Park, who's undefeated. What is it about them that's give, allowed them to ha- you know have the success that they've had this year? Well, they've obviously got good players. You know, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, they got talent. You know, Apopka's always had a lot of talent in the area. You know, they. Akoe came in, I believe, was 2003 and split us, and then Wakaiva came in in 2007 and split us. So we've been split twice, so it's kind of a miracle we've still been able to win at a high level, probably at a higher level than we won before of the two school splits. So that was that's been kind of unusual. But and they're coached well too. You know, Richie's a really good defensive coach, no doubt about that. And then I think one thing that people don't really realize is. There's a lot of guys from the old Edgewater staff over there, you know, with, you know, Max Purcell, their line coach, and Buddy Hurd, the OC. Those guys are really good coaches. And, and back in the early 2000s when we had those blood wars with Edgewater, those were guys were calling the offense. And Buddy's taken, you know, that Edgewater style of ball and moved it into the spread era, so to speak, and does a really nice job. And early in the year, you could kind of look at him and say, well, if you can score a little bit on Wakai, you're going to beat them because they don't score a lot of points. But that's not the case lately. You know, they scored 61 last week. I believe it was at 49 the week before. So they're putting up points now. They've really kind of found their groove on offense. And so they've got a really strong offense to go with their strong defense. Now, of course... Talk, we all love to talk about the teams from the past. We've got a couple of quarterbacks sitting here joining us, one from the 50s and one from the 60s. But, you know, as, as you've talked to us, looking back at that 2012 team, you, the leadership on the team was one of the hallmarks you know, of the success. How How is the leadership on, on this year's team? Um, I think it's okay, you know. But, but again, I, sometimes leadership, you want to have leadership, but – you dang sure want to have followership, too. You know, that's the key. You don't want to have guys go in their own direction, which I think we had last year. And so I think the guys care about each other and like each other. And, you know, we've got ample leadership. But I think that, uh, you know, sometimes I'd rather have a, a disciplined team over a motivated team. You know, if you can do your job right all the time, no matter how you feel about it, I think that's going to win more games than just being really excited or motivated for a game. So, But the leadership's been been good. You know, we got some good guys leading. And, again, most of our older guys are on the front seven on both sides. You know, our offensive line has got three seniors on it plus a tight end. And then our, uh, our defensive line's got a couple seniors. All of our linebackers are seniors, whereas the secondary and the offensive skill guys, those are all really young guys. 
Well, thank you, Alan. It's telling us we've got three minutes left. Uh, John, would you like to have a question or comment for Coach D? No, no I just. Uh, are we going to see the ball in the air a lot tonight? Do you think during pregame we throw it around I, a lot? That's, that's what I've told. <laughs> I've told people that many years. The best time to see your passing games in pregame. Know, we, we we throw it around a lot. We just try to do it before the coin toss. Yes, I, I, I said earlier, in, in all seriousness, that that I think the team that throws the ball best tonight may may win because well, of, that, of both both That defenses. counts us out. We might not as well even show up now. <laughs> uh, well, fortunately, that doesn't carry your weight tonight uh, but but uh, seriously i think because both teams play the run so well that uh you know and you know buddy hurt's gonna take his shots down the field i mean there's no doubt about that i'd like him not to but yeah maybe brian you can talk to him <laughs> you know let's just make it a run game all that seven on seven stuff for the summertime exactly. now that we're in the fall let's just play inside run but then again we might not win that game so and, and, and as we as we close out you know one of the Aspects of this game, which is you know, game with you know, two schools close to one another, are got the, a lot of the guys know each other. Um, is there anything that you do to help keep the guys focused without being distracted by you know some of this personal stuff? Uh, that's not going to matter tonight. You know, once we get out there on the field, you know, no one's going to care who put what on Snapchat or tweeted what. That stuff doesn't matter. You know, it goes back to being motivated. If you're motivated for whatever, revenge, personal items, you know, that's all fun to talk about during the week. But once you get the game going, that stuff's not going to be really, you know, a factor, I don't think. Thank you. Coach, for being here, look forward to having a great lunch here in a few minutes. And um, John, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share? We got to just hear from Alan. We've got a minute. The the main thing is that this game's got huge playoff implications, but I still think both teams will be in the postseason uh, once the horn sounds on the final game next week. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, under the point system, I mean, we do know Wakiva will win the state uh, the district championship if if they beat Apopka tonight. If Apopka wins, then it's then it's a three way tie, and it comes down to the point system. Under that, I think uh, West Orange will be the odd man out uh, from this district. Thank you, John. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Coach. Brian, closing words here in the last few seconds. You know, you just, again, you want to to encourage the community to get out because uh, all the young men on each side of this have put a lot of work here over the last uh, 15 or 16 weeks getting ready to this point. And... um, it, it'll represent the community outstandingly tonight. Uh, the the Rotary Club with their pancake supper ahead of it, I think, makes it even uh, adds another addition it, to it. Absolutely, so. come on out and be there in person. If you can't join us on the radio, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Come it's on, join us, Charlie Granger. Central on fifteen twenty WBZW, your hometown station.